Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Pat Bereskin, owner of the Bereskin Gallery and Art Academy in Bettendorf, and a lifelong arts educator and champion of the arts. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Well, the word is finally out. After decades of work in the Quad Cities arts community, you are creating some time, finally, for yourself. So congratulations to you on this next phase in your life. Thank you. It's exciting, and it will be most welcome in the Quad Cities. It will. There are some big changes to come as your art academy transitions to two new homes in August, the Figgy Art Museum in Davenport and the Family Museum in Bettendorf. So intermediate to advanced level students in upper elementary through high school will be able to take classes at the newly created Art Academy at the Figgy while the Family Museum will have classes for beginning students. And those are really perfect partners to carry on your long tradition of arts education. They are, because part of it is we love to do the same thing. We love to reach out to families, bring them in, create a a sense of discovery, and also to have the students leave with ways in which to impact our community. And this is the perfect fit. Mm -hmm. How are your existing instructors that that you have currently at Bereskin, how are they being incorporated into the Figgies programs and the family museums? Well, part of what my my goal for all of this was that I would be able to do something by leaving my legacy behind. And over 30 years, I've built this legacy here in the Quad City with a certain style of teaching that I, I, I like to work with the children in a certain way, and I am mentoring teachers in the area in order to perpetuate that. And so all 14 of our teachers that teach with us have all agreed to move um, to both locations, either location depending upon the subject, and the Figgy has been gracious enough to establish a clay lab, a long-awaited clay lab, So our clay lab will be moving, uh, and at the Figgy, the students will, in my classes, the Art Academy classes, will have the opportunity to continue in a 10-month program. And and that roughly follows the the school calendar. Absolutely. Yeah. What type of class instruction will be offered? Just just an idea of the, the breadth of courses that you will offer. Sure. It's general discovery of art in a sense that we start with a lot of drawing and the drawing is all based on the curriculum that I've written for the year. So it beefs up, it's like weightlifting for artists (laughs) so that when they get into say November, December, January, there's no huge surprises. One of the things that is difficult for anyone is fear and to push through that fear because it's unfamiliar. So We try to train the children without them really realizing that these are skills (laughs) they're going to call upon later. How will students know which course might fit them best? Well, generally what we do is I meet with the families and I meet with the children or students and I take a look at their artwork and their artwork tells me about where they are. But the conversation may tell me 
emotionally where they are and psychologically where they are. And so I try to have what I would call a holistic approach to teaching the child. If a child has, you know, is nervous or has anxiety or has ADHD or something, um, I try to factor that in, which class is going to be uh, better suited for that child because of the makeup of the students in that class. It's important to reach the whole child, especially when they're trusting you to do something that we find to be mm, so intimate, mm-hmm. sharing this special gift. Mm-hmm. Pat, you've employed so many local artists as instructors, and, and their quality truly is exceptional. Yeah, we're, we're very, very blessed. Um, not only are they wonderful teachers, they're great friends and devoted to their students. Brad Bisbee, who they call the Grant Wood of our time, you know, Brad sells all over the world, but also Brad is very approachable, a very kind and gentle teacher who inspires his students to go on to do great things with ease. He takes the stigma out of painting and drawing. Dave Anderson, I mean, master oil painter here in the Quad Cities, teaching. There, are, There's no one who teaches like he does and the depths of what he teaches. I feel that um, in our gallery, uh, Laura Warner, who is our clay our clay mistress, so to speak, Linda Harden, Bonnie Grebner, these are names that have been around in the Quad Cities and the Left Bank Art League for years. But these are talented people who also feel like we do. We're all of an age where we are passing on our skills to the younger teachers so that these skills are not lost. They're not. And then those students in turn go on. So many of yours have gone on to study art in college. And and I would say too that even if they don't pursue art as a career, it really fulls, you know, completes their life. It makes it so much more full. Well, and, life begins at the art table mm, a lot of times because one of the main things that you learn is, is that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. You have to move through things that are hard. You can't just stop and let fear take over because then you miss the opportunity to seeing it through to completion and conquering. I mean, we used to climb mountains in order to prove, you know, yay, we can do this. But now sometimes it's just a matter of moving through projects. And if we teach them that here, we will, we will teach them that at, in their school work as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about fear, are you referencing the the fear that you feel as an artist when you're working on a creation that it that it's not going to be how you imagined or that you don't have the necessary skills to complete it? Uh, sometimes every everybody comes to a point where they'll say I I hate it. I hate this. I don't like this. And what they're really saying is, I'm afraid. It's not coming out the way I wanted it to. I had this vision. And generally, you walk them through those steps. Well, well, how many, how many watercolors have you done? Well, this is my first one. Really? <laughs> and you want to be professional. Okay, let's have a talk. Uh, or you can say to them, well, you're in the middle of whatever it is. And even a chef knows when you're making pancakes 
that in the middle of making those pancakes, it looks disgusting. (laughs) So we just have to be patient, add a little heat, and in time, it'll be better. Generations of of art students have known you as Mrs. B, and you know there there is this a little bit of a misperception that you're going to be retiring. You're not fully retiring. Clearly, you're Absolutely still going to be very not. involved at both the Figgy and at the Family Museum, which yes. which most of us are so happy to hear. Uh, you know, the Family Museum in Bettendorf will be the site of the Beginner Art Academy which yes. we mentioned earlier will be for younger students in the, in the early elementary, and it allows the Family Museum to offer a wider variety of classes specifically in the arts to their students because, because they've been a little restricted. Most organizations have been restricted in terms of what they can offer. It's been very hard maintaining teachers, right. especially through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And um, first of all, I have to say Kim Kidwell and Michelle at the Figgy have been absolutely spectacular in this transition, especially when I approach them. But at the Family Museum, uh, two of my protégés will be there, one, Alex Videnzi, and the other, Hannah Wickhorse. Also, my teaching assistant, my ever-loving Bree Howell, will be on hand to be with the students. She knows all of them very well, and both teachers have been in my classroom uh, assisting so that they've gotten to know the children. But for the first time ever, we're offering preschool classes, preschool (laughs) art classes, because so many people want them. And so why not? Um, Alex has been a longtime teacher here in the Quad Cities. She's excellent. And I believe that the curriculum that we've laid out, and that's one of the things, the curriculum I have had input in, and I've worked with them toward what will the year look like so that we can keep continuity between both the beginner programs and the advanced programs. Even if a child starts in the middle somewhere, we have a way in which to bring them up or catch them up. Well, obviously, you know, you can't catch up four or five years if a child's had it, but we can sure give them the basics in an opportunity that we call independent study. Mm-hmm. Well, I was also very happy to hear that the Steam on Wheels program, which has been housed in the lower level of your current gallery space, that that will be relocating to the Family Museum in Bettendorf. It will give it an opportunity to be present at the forefront of the museum, as well it should be. Sam McCollum is probably one of the most innovative, dedicated, and creative young men of all time. Um, can you tell I like him a little bit? Um, <laughs> and Sam McCollum is the executive director of Steam on Wheels. He is. And he has been with me um, after nine months at the gallery. Uh, Aaron Maurer, who had been with us, had to step back because of family obligations, a book deal, and uh, consulting with a television show. And I wasn't sure what would happen. And Here came Sam, and it's been the best marriage you could imagine. But the Family Museum will be able to showcase him, not only with the classes for children, but he will be able to educate those in our community on STEAM. And I leave the A in it, and because art is a part of everything I do, Mm -hmm. and hopefully will be a part of what the community will see in science, technology, engineering, 
art and math. Mm-hmm. I love the addition of the art, and it's right in the middle of the the STEM word. Yeah. So, so because it really is important to incorporate that too. Many of the uh, mental uh, gymnastics, almost that that you ha- that you need to be a successful artist. Those are also skills that that you use in engineering, and you you know you would refer to your classes before as as bodybuilding. Exactly, and one of the things that this does is this allows children to have external dialogue, something that children don't do um, with one another to come to common ground in business. Isn't that what we do every single day? And it's that creativity that puts that extra polish on anything that we do. The development of these partnerships, the creation of new homes, in essence, or spaces for your art classes really does speak to the legacy that you've created. And many people don't get to see, let alone participate in the growth and expansion of what they've started. And it must be so gratifying for you. It is, but it's also with urgency in a sense. I'm There's nothing wrong with me. I'm quite healthy. But um, if anything, the pandemic taught us is that anything can happen. And if I worked this hard to do this, and it seems to be important to many people, why not make sure that it goes on by being a part of that transition? And then as I wish to step back and students are uh, making relationships with other teachers, that will be good for them, and it will be good for me to be able to step back and say, ah, you know, not that it's finished, but I sure hope I can teach and be a part of it for a long time, but maybe not in such a a huge day-to-day investment. Uh Well, while your classes will continue, the the gallery is closing, and the loss of that gallery space, particularly for our local artists, will be felt. What is your final exhibition? Well, the exhibition will be um, my show. I started the journey with my work, and I'm exiting with my work. Um, And that work will be sold, and 100% of the commission on it will go directly to our scholarship fund. Mm -hmm. So these scholarships will benefit students who will now be enrolling either at the Art Academy at the Figgy or at the Family Museum. Right. And what I try to also do is uh, if there's a deserving student who would like to uh, expand their knowledge in a certain area and they show promise or potential, say they'd like to take a a seminar with Cecile Well, a portrait, you know, pastel artist, then I sponsor them, or I can give us partial scholarship that might make it more affordable. So we're, we're working hard to make sure that that, that legacy continues as well. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could talk about your role as an arts connector, because, you know, all these things we've been talking about really point to the fact that you are that. You have essentially been this hub and this connector between Artists who are working in our community, nonprofit arts organizations, students, and then and then really other community members who just want to enrich their lives with an art class. Well, you know, I think it's it's faith. I'm everybody knows I'm a woman of faith, and uh, I don't think any meetings are chance. 
I think a lot of times people who walk in the building are there and they're not sure why, but maybe we have a conversation and that synchrony it happens and we're able to connect something that they need. And so I don't think there's anything left to chance. Uh, if you want to say that I'm open, I am. I'm always open to try to help. Uh, I think that's the way we do things. I think that's Midwestern values. I think it's the values of my parents, my grandparents, and those that went before us. Mm. Yeah. Well, one of the things I know you're looking forward to in this next stage is is focusing on creating your own art. And you mentioned that you're going to be. Uh, you have your own show to to close out the time at the at your own gallery. What type of medium do you enjoy working with most? Can you describe I'm, your your art? Yes, I'm what they would call a bishop's buffet for artists. <laughs> I am a smorgasbord. I work in all mediums, even sculpture. But my favorite is watercolor, oil painting, and acrylic. That just seems so. So broad, but it depends on the day or what I see. Sometimes I have a piece I'm working on right now that are peonies. And when I saw the peonies in the garden, I knew I would do them in watercolor because watercolor will flow in a way that I want it to. Um, and it's it, they're turning out quite well. But I'm also doing a couple oil paintings of um, landscapes, some in Italy and some in um our area, actually down on Devil's Glen Road. Uh, and those those seem to lend themselves as well to oil. Portrait, I like to combine underpainting and acrylic and the oil painting on top. That might be a blasphemy to Dave Anderson, who's my, um, who's my friend and a wonderful oil painting teacher. But for me, because of the the speed that I need to work at because my time is so short. I wonder what my work will look like in a few years when I have time and no one interrupts me and <laughs> I, I'll be able to breathe. But maybe that makes my work even better because I don't fret about things. Mm -hmm. It probably will. And time is such a gift, even though you're still going to be very busy. Yes. It sounds like and you travel. still, yes, yeah. compared to what you're doing now, your current very hectic schedule, you'll have more time. And you'd mentioned Italy. Yeah. I think it's, it's important noting that you have gone there for many years now and, 20. and taken your students with you. Yeah. We leave um, pretty soon. <laughs> uh, pretty, oh, it'll be here before we know it. In June, uh, and the students will go for two full weeks for study. Um, we're studying with some of the top, um, not only artists, but art historians in in Italy and each of the major cities. But um, I find that the students grow not only as artists, but as people. And most people that have gone on these trips have said that they were trips of a lifetime. And for me, they are, and that was always very exciting to know that I could provide that kind of an opportunity for the students. I'm hoping, and in my conversation with Michelle Hardgrave, that we will be um, promoting some travel, too, through the Figgy. Next year, I know for certain, we will be going with Cecile Well to the Normandy region. Mm. We'll be painting in... Uh, and I should say Cecile Well, who you mentioned before, is the yeah. portrait artist, and she is originally from France. She is, and she's also does the portraits of the Nobel Peace Prize winners. 
Um, she is just amazing. So we'll be there. We'll visit Monet's garden uh, in Giverny, and we will do a Band of Brothers day trip and uh, for the Omaha Beach and the beaches there in Normandy. And then uh, we will spend five to seven days in Paris. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's not to like about that? <laughs> uh, Can we, I sign up? Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, the following year, we'll be traveling with Nina Weiss. Um, she's an amazing uh, acrylic or oil artist out of Chicagoland area. She does primarily landscapes and will be in Italy and then uh, tour Italy for a little while after our seven-day classes mm-hmm. with her. So, yeah, we're going to keep it coming. Yeah. And, you know, really what you're describing is just a consolidation and really an enrichment of the arts community here in the Quad Cities. Absolutely. Just like, you know, back in the day in the Renaissance, Florence went through some difficult times and they used the Renaissance, the arts, in order to build up the people, build up the community and the economy. That is what the Quad Cities is doing. We are investing in the future of our children, the future of the arts, right here, right now. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is the Quad City Renaissance. Pat Bereskin, thank you so much for talking today and for your many decades lifting up our arts community. We are so grateful for that. It's my pleasure and my calling. The Bereskin Art Academy will be transitioning to two new homes, and you will be able to register for classes later this summer at the newly created Art Academy at the Figgy in Davenport and at the Beginner Art Academy at the Family Museum in Bettendorf. You can learn more online at figgyartmuseum.org or at familymuseum.org. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal.